what we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Why, hello there, live and on tape from lovely Whitehall Drive here in the beautiful city of Kinston, North Carolina. It is Wednesday, March the 1st. That's right, it's a new month. March the 1st in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 812 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College, my co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. They will be joining me at the end of the second hour today for the birthday game. And let me tell you something, we have got another great show for you today. Joining me here in our first hour in less than 20 minutes, and all three of our guests, I should say this, today are going to be joining me via the Spence Automotive guest line, but our first one is our regular Wednesday guest. He's a founder, publisher, editor of the best dang local sports site in all the land, encmoments.com. It's Junius Smith III. We're going to talk uh, spring sports. Uh, We're going to start to put a wrap on winter sports, a bunch of other stuff too. I definitely, uh, I mean, this uh, machine over there in Farmville called the Farmville Central uh, Jaguars, they are, it looks like they are on the road to another state championship. They just, there's nobody playing within. I mean, when you're mercy ruling people in the fourth round of the state playoffs, you're a pretty doggone good team. Uh, so we're going to talk to Junius about that. Uh, heck, we're going to get some uh, Carolina talk in. He's a big Carolina fan. Uh, and they're suddenly hot and just a great game that Trez played, uh, Monday night. They played Duke this week. Uh, just like I said, a ton of stuff. We're going to talk to Junius about looking forward to that Got His walk-up song already and everything. As you know, we've been doing walk-up songs for our regular guests in the, uh, seven o'clock hour. You're really going to like his song. His song is pretty cool. So, uh, that's Junius here, uh, to, in our first hour, but Hey, at about 45 minutes or so into this first hour, we're going to be joined by the head coach of that red-hot Lenore Community College men's basketball team, Chris Brown. They won again last night. They won in the uh, opening round of the Region 10 tournament. Uh, man, I got to thank uh, Ricky Whaley, and I hope Ricky's listening right now. I know he uh, – I think he's got a, a doctor's appointment this morning or something he was telling me, but he'll listen to it on the replay. But, man, much like how Shane Albee was keeping me up to date with Mount Olive uh, on uh, Monday night, Ricky Whaley was doing that last night and uh, let me know about uh, LCC winning and just a, a great win. We'll get into it in a little bit here. But uh, they are now in the uh, Region 10 quarterfinals. Uh, and this is a team, guys, don't forget, that was like 2-21 and 21 and just really, really struggling. And now they have just uh, they've put their season together. They really have. Uh, so uh, congratulations to them. And, again, hey, we're going to have Chris Brown, the head basketball coach here, joining us on the Spence Automotive Guest Line uh, about 45 minutes into this first hour. So uh, that's our first hour. Junior Smith the third, Chris Brown. And that's just our first hour. To kick off our second hour, we're going to be joined by James Alverson, of the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. This is, and you guys, you'll find it interesting. I know you will, but uh, I found out something. I was messaging with him last week about something. I'm always bugging him about records or this or that or the other. Uh, He's been, he is the uh, assistant commissioner in charge of the media. He's been that way for a while now and has just been a great asset to the North Carolina High School Athletic Association. I just, I think the world of him, man. I consider him a, a friend even before uh, his, uh, duties with the NCHSAA, but I'm messaging with him last week and, uh, he goes, Hey, you do know March 1st is my last day. And I, I, after I swallowed my teeth and regurgitated them, so I would have teeth, I was like, what in the world? So, uh, I believe he has taken a, a PI kind of like what I do with Lenora County here is the PIO of Lenora County. He has taken over as a PIO of his home County of Lee County. Yeah, I believe that's right. And if I'm wrong, he'll correct me in our second hour. But, man, uh, James Alverson, you may not know his name, but he does affect you if you're a high school sports fan. He's just, uh, again, just one of the good guys. And 
I don't know what they're going to do with that position now. I just, I, I again, I think the world of James and uh, and I hate. I mean, that's going to be a big void when uh, when he leaves. It's been a tough couple of years for uh, the NHSAA, and he's been right in the middle of it, trying to uh, trying to put lipstick on a pig uh, with all the uh, stuff that's happened with the NHSAA over the last couple of years. But he's just done a great job. Love me some James Alverson, and I, I'm honestly, I mean, I'm heartbroken that he's leaving. I, I just I don't know. I mean, Rick Strunk did just, Rick Strunk was the man and was, you, you know, we talk about here in Lenora County about, uh, following, you know, great coaches or, you know, great announcers, that kind of stuff, like what you have over at ECU and that kind of stuff. James Alverson did the improbable. He followed a legend in Rick Strunk and all he did was just, uh, he did a great job, did a great job. And I'm just heartbroken that he's leaving. I don't know who they're going to get in that place, but I doubt they're going to get somebody as good as James Alverson. My gut is, I know Nick Stevens uh, was in uh, was up for it last time, and it basically came down to Nick and James for that position at the uh, at the NCHSAA in, in, in charge of media and all that. Again, it's a it's a great job, and I wonder if that's something uh, Nick will be interested in. So, uh, well, we'll see. It's something that's going to be decided over the next, uh, you know what, heck, it may have already been decided. I just found out James was leaving, so who knows who's going to be stepping in for him. But uh, we'll find out from him about that in our second hour. And, again, it's sort of an inside baseball thing. I mean, if you're media, I know, like, Junius is going to be very interested. Uh, I guess our folks, uh, you know, uh, Chris Miller down in Jacksonville, uh Folks that, you know, do uh, prep sports, I guess uh, the folks over at New Snooze Sports, those guys will be interested too. But you should be too, dear listener. I mean, he is a guy that's had a lot of practical experience. I met him uh, when he was with Capital Broadcasting, when he was working for WREL and HighSchoolOT.com and just did a bunch of great things, helped get HighSchoolOT.com off the ground and uh, gave it a lot of credibility, then left there to go to the NCHSAA, and it's just going to be it's just going to be sad to see him leaving from sports. But, uh, again, we'll talk to him about that in the second hour, and then we'll play the birthday game. And before you know it, the Wednesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show will already be over. Hey, uh, da, 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 da. man, I got to tell you, I had a blast last night. Uh, Linda did, too. Didn't really promote it because, to be honest with you, I kind of forgot about it. But we were uh, one of the main sponsors of it, the Brian Hanks Show was. And, but it was the adult spelling bee over at Lenora Community College is put on every year by the Kins or by by the way, the Chamber of Commerce, the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce, it is no longer the Kinston Lenore County Chamber of Commerce. It's the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce. Uh that's one of the neat things that uh, Vicky Jones has done in uh her tenure there. And and it's a I think it's a good idea. Listen, it's the entire county. It's not just Kinston. It's Pink Hill, it's uh, LaGrange, it's Institute, I don't know, give me some more, Grifton, it's Grifton, it's uh, the Chamber of Commerce is for the entire county, not just for Kinston, even though I had Lenore County in the name, but anyway, I'm getting off task here, but the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce every year puts on the adult spelling bee, and it was amazing, it was at the Sportatorium last night, the big gym at uh, Lenore Community College, had 30 teams as a part of it. Uh, I was uh, blessed to be on the uh, the United Way team. It was uh, myself and uh, Molly Taylor, uh, Laura, and uh, Miss Gina Hill. And, uh, man, we had a blast. We had an absolute blast and uh, actually did pretty well. 30 teams as a part of it, and we finished tied for eighth uh, and, uh, and did really well. I, man, I got tripped up on a simple word that just breaks my heart, but it wouldn't have mattered. We still would have finished eighth anyway, but – uh, wherewithal Keith Spence. Can you believe I couldn't spell wherewithal Spence? I want, don't look it up. Text it to me. How would you spell wherewithal? I want to see how you would do that. Heck, uh, Pam Sheffield. If you're listening right now, text it to Lyndon. See if you get it right. Uh, Mr. Clemens, if you're listening right now, text the word wherewithal to me. Don't look it up. Don't let spell check correct it for you. Spell it and send it to me. Cause that's one that tripped us up last night in the first round of the the freaking tournament and uh but we like i said we did really well we made it to the last round uh, and if we got one more word right then we would have uh we would have finished in the money we would have finished in the top three but uh man we, just a lot of fun like i said uh had a great time with molly and laura and miss gina hill that's uh craig hill's awesome wife we had a blast listen kudos big time kudos 
to Vicki Jones, the Lenore County Chamber of Commerce, to Matt Young, who I'm going to – I saw so many people last night that i got to get back here on the show. Matt Young is chief among them, especially with spring training underway right now. But Matt Young from the uh, museum downtown – uh, April Houston from Rad. She's awesome. She had her daughter out there helping her. Our very, very good friend, Catherine Pearson, who's been here on the show several times. We love Catherine to death. She was a judge. April was a judge. Uh, Matt Young was spelling out the words, or not spelling out the words, pronouncing the words and giving them to us. And uh, this this hot lady named Linda Whittington, she was uh, working the computer and putting the words up there. And, uh, we just had a good time. Redding Pittman, I uh, actually hung out with him for a little bit last night. He was a judge for our table. And we just had a blast. I mean, saw so many friends last night. Again, 30 teams. I was told that every single school in Lenora County uh, was, a, was a part of it, had a team in it. So there you go. There's 17 schools or 17 teams right there. Uh, and I wish I could tell you uh, who won. Uh, I, I, not that I'm bitter because we didn't win, but uh, they were dressed in Renaissance Fair clothing. I think it was maybe a church that uh, won it, but uh, congratulations to them. It was just, man, I'm telling you, round one was pretty easy other than wherewithal, which tripped us up. And then uh, second round, let's see, uh, Greg Clemens has sent in. Let's see if he got it right. Uh, yes, I believe you got it right. Let me check it because I can't even remember right now. <laughs> Let me Google that and make sure that you got it right, uh, Mr. Clemens. And yes, Mr. Clemens. You would have gotten it right. You would have been better than uh, than the United Way team last night. Keith Spence, you've got to send it in. I want to see uh, Pam Sheffield. These are our, our super regular uh, hour one. <laughs> Pam just sent in to Linda and said, I have no clue how to spell that word. That's awesome. Thank you, Pam, for jumping in. Spence, where are you at, buddy? I want to see your, uh, your uh, guess on that, but, uh, man. It was fun last night. We had a blast. We laughed. I was stressed. It gave me a headache, though, uh, but it, we had so much fun, man. And I tell you what, great teammates, too, man, uh, with Molly. Like I said, Molly and Laura and uh, Miss Gina, we just we had a blast, and uh, just we really had a good time. I was in this, I think, three years ago. I know we had Catherine Hardy on, uh, who now works at LCC. She was on our team, and Tony Denton uh, from uh, the radio station, my big boss man, and uh Aaron Passeleg and we did really well. We finished third that year. Uh so uh so I maybe maybe I'm I'm a pretty good speller. I'm an all right speller. I did get chintzy uh that nobody else on our team knew how to spell and I got that. And uh man, it was just fun. I you need to be a part of it next year. And again, I apologize that I didn't really do a lot of promotion for it other than being a sponsor for it because you guys would have had uh uh, we, we should have had, there were a heck of a lot of teams, but it would have been fun to have 40 or 50 teams be a part of it. All the money that's raised goes to the Lenora County education foundation. It's for many grants for teachers. I've actually had the honor a couple of times of following, uh, the folks around as they uh, distribute and disseminate those, uh, many grants and, uh, the teachers, they just say they, this is money that doesn't have to come out of their pocket. That doesn't come out of the school uh, systems pocket that uh helps children in lenora county and uh, man just again had a blast uh but uh congratulations to the winning team who i can't remember who it was but again thank you so much to uh my teammates uh molly laura miss gina and then uh everybody else that was a part of it. matt young you are a heck of an announcer uh, april houston Catherine pearson redding pittman uh dr black over at uh lcc we just had a blast uh this whole thing okay uh twitter is down again and i gotta tell you i i had this little rant i, I actually went just too long there talking about the spelling bee but I, i'm just so teed off at twitter right now that i can't even stand it and there's nothing worse and i depend a lot on twitter for this show and for uh just uh my general uh life my, my life in general i really Twitter is my favorite social medium. I'm not a big, uh, big Facebook fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Greg Clemens just sent me, uh, the, with him spelling wherewithal correctly. He said, that's what a quality education from NC state does for you. And then GTHC, huh? GTHC. Well, whatever could that mean? I'm not going to say it, but I'll, I'll let you uh, listeners out there try to figure that out. And Mr. Clemens, I know what it means. I just want to see if, uh, our listeners do, but, uh, man, that is, uh, that is awesome. But listen, uh, Twitter, come on, let me see if it's still down. I'm just so, so, so irritated. Yep. Still down. When you go to, uh, the home where it should have a, you know, 
everybody that you're following, all their updates and everything, you get a, a, a nice greeting of welcome to Twitter. You know, like I've not been a member of Twitter since 2008 or 2009, whatever. So, just irritating, man. So, so, so irritating. Uh, Elon Musk, you may make great cars, and uh, I, I would actually like to own one one day, maybe a, a nice Tesla, but I'm telling you, you've just you've messed up the best social medium out there. So there's my rant there. Watch now. I'll get blocked from Twitter probably, but heck, I can't get into it now. Nobody, or you can get into it, but you can't really see anything now. So, hey, whatever. Hey, uh, last thing here before I get into our hometown hero update, and then we get uh, Junius up here on the line with us is uh, I want to thank Danny Rice from, uh, you know, he's a good friend of the show, uh, from Woodman Life, from uh, just all-around good guy, ECU super fan. He has given me his ECU baseball tickets for the weekend, okay? Now, Spence, I know uh, he told me you may be using a couple of tickets on Saturday. I know Linda and I think it's Pam that are going to be going either, uh, I think it's Friday afternoon to the game. <clears throat> I'm going to be on the mic all weekend uh, for ECU. I'm going to doing, uh, it's the LeClaire Classic this weekend, so you definitely want to get tickets to this. It's going to be awesome. Uh, let me see here. I got it pulled up here. Uh, Friday, uh, the games are at noon and at 4.30. Long Beach State takes on uh, Georgetown at noon on Friday, and then Indiana versus ECU at 4.30. Like I said, I'll be on the mic for both of those games on Friday. Then I'm doing all softball on uh saturday i think i gotta be there at nine o'clock saturday morning i'll be there until about nine ten o'clock uh saturday night doing softball but i'll be back on the at the baseball stadium on sunday uh as indiana takes on long beach state that game starts at eleven thirty. that's at clark LeClaire stadium and then it's uh, uh ecu versus georgetown on sunday and then i didn't give you the saturday schedule but just it, it all mixes around there but i have tickets and i have and i want to uh Sp ah, Spence, you say your Twitter works. I bet it doesn't. Go to uh, home. Go to your homepage, and I bet you get a welcome. Wait a minute. Now, as I'm saying it, look, now it's working all of a sudden. It literally wasn't working two minutes ago. Now it is working. How about that? So, uh, yay. <laughs> I feel much better about myself now, and I feel much better about Twitter. My life is – thank you, Spence, for making me uh, redo that. Hey, but you haven't sent me wherewithal. Spell wherewithal and send it to me, uh, Spence. I want to see uh, – we were in the adult spelling bee last night, and Greg Clemens has already got it right. Pam Sheffield didn't know how to spell it. I want to see if you can spell it, Spence, wherewithal. Like you're in the spelling bee. Don't use – Google, don't use spell correct. Spell it the way you would spell it. Okay. Uh, but listen, like I said, I've got ECU baseball tickets. Thank you to Danny Rice. Uh, I've got a limited amount. Like I said, I know Spence is going, I think, on Saturday. Uh, Hot Linda and Pam are going Friday. But I've still got other tickets for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If you know how to get up with me, do it. And uh, you will go to the ECU baseball game courtesy of uh, Danny Rice and, well, the Brian Hanks show since I'm giving away here. But let me tell you something. Danny's got some great tickets. Danny doesn't do anything halfway, okay? Those tickets are awesome, and you're going to want to use them too. So uh, check that out. Uh, Spence, uh, I thought you were going to try to spell wherewithal. So anyway, uh, hey, uh, let's get you caught up on uh, last night. Uh, Reggie played last night for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, they lost, though, at home to Indiana, 124-122. to 122. But it wasn't Reggie's fault. He had another great game. He started, he had 14 points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 34 minutes. Uh, and Greg Clemens, his Twitter works. Okay, hey, they're all working now. Yay, that's awesome. I'm glad. Uh, but it, I promise it wasn't working two minutes ago, and it sure didn't work in the 545 to 7 o'clock window as I was uh, prepping for the show today. <sighs> Anyway, hey, Reggie last night, they're now in seventh place, the Dallas Mavericks. They lost at home 124 to 122. And like I said, he went for 14 points, three rebounds, two assists, and a steal in 34 minutes. They now play Thursday versus Philadelphia at 730, and that game will be on TNT. So how about that? Uh, Brandon in New Orleans, they didn't play last night, but they played tonight on ESPN uh, against Portland. That game is at 10 o'clock, so I'm going to have to uh, – had to get me a nice little afternoon nap so I can watch that game tonight. Hey, thank you, Linda. Linda just told me this. It was uh, St. Mary's Episcopal Church that uh, won the adult spelling bee. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. That's right. And I believe it's the second or third time they have won. I mean, they are 
That's some smart people over there at St. Mary's. Uh, and again, they, uh, they did a great job last night and were the last, the last team standing. So congratulations to them. Uh, that was our NBA update. Lancers update. We're going to get more into this because we're going to have Chris Brown, uh, the head basketball coach for LCC with us here in about 25 minutes or so. Uh, but they are now, uh, seven and 22, but they've won five of their last, or, uh, five of the last eight games. They're five and three right now. And including last night's big 79 to 76 win in the region 10 tournament up in Martinsville, Virginia, uh, Quantavius McKinney, he had 36 points in that win. And he also surpassed a thousand point mark for his career. Saval George had 16 and Caleb Hyman had 13. They will take on Bryant and Stratton. This Friday at 5 o'clock in the quarterfinals of the Region 10 tournament, we'll find out where that's going to be played. I don't think it's at Bryan and Stratton. I don't know where it's at. Hopefully, it's relatively near. That'd be kind of neat to be able to go and support LCC in that on uh, Friday. Uh, The baseball team, the Lancers baseball team, they are uh, in Rocky Mount today at 2 o'clock as they'll take on the North Carolina Wesleyan JVs. They're 10-5 and right now and having just a great season at this point. Tell you what, man, a big series this weekend for uh, the Lancers as – uh, Saturday, they'll be in Bolivia at Brunswick, uh, community college for a doubleheader. Sunday, they'll be at home at one o'clock. So you'll get a chance to see the Lancers at home this weekend too. Uh, hometown heroes alert. Uh, Dontrez didn't play last night. Isaac Parson. And we'll, we'll catch up with all those later. I'll tell you this, Damian Dunn and Temple, they, uh, have senior night against UCF. That is tomorrow night on Thursday. Ashanti Lynch and, uh, Maryland Eastern shore. They beat Morgan state 73 to 70 Monday on their senior night. Ashanti played nine minutes. She had two points, two rebounds, and a steal. And she is in the, uh, well, no, that's not the MEAC tournament. It's the regular season finale is at Delaware State Thursday at 530. Maji Dodd and Charleston Southern, they take on High Point in the quarterfinals of the Big South Tournament today. Dory Hines and UMO, we told you about that yesterday. Really appreciate Sugar Shane Albee for uh, keeping me up to date with uh, their first-round game. But they're in the second round of the tournament Friday at 6 in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So they'll take on four-seeded Belmont Abbey. Uh, Jerry Stackhouse and Vanderbilt, they play at Kentucky today at 7. And then they are home versus Mississippi State Saturday at 8.30. So there you go. There's your hometown hero update. Uh, it, just to tell you, Trez in Carolina, you know, they won uh, Monday night against Florida State. And uh, they take on Duke Saturday at 6.30. That'll be on ESPN. Then Isaac Parson, Jeremy Dixon. Isaac is out for the season after uh, having a season-ending uh, wrist injury. Uh, on uh i guess this past uh friday or saturday and uh but they are they won the ciaa men's basketball tournament uh jeremy will be playing in it for sure and it begins either march 16th or 17th i need to get clarification on that tell you what let's get uh junius smith the third up here on the line with us uh, because i do want to talk about uh well i, I saved our uh prep uh schedule for uh for him as we're uh, getting ready to look at last night's games we had Prep baseball, prep softball, pr- uh, girls prep soccer played last night in uh, Eastern North Carolina. And, uh, man, can't believe spring sports schedule is already here. Had a, a busy night of games last night. And uh, the man that knows all about it, the man with the plan, the man with the best prep uh, sp- local prep sports site in the state of North Carolina, encmoments.com. Why, his name is Junius Smith III. You know who he is. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, got, I forgot. I got to get his uh, walk-up music going here. <laughs> How about that? It's Can't Stop, Won't Stop, King Combs and Kodak Black for JS3 himself, Junius Smith III. Why'd you choose this song? Is this one of your favorites? It is like it, it's one of my my newer favorites, and one of those things where it's just like you know what, this really describes me. Like, can't stop, won't stop, and we'll make something happen. Dude, I gotta tell you, you know, we've been doing this uh, all week, and I, I just think it's one of the neat little things. I mean, you guys do so much for me. By the way, dude, I'm gonna have you a, a quarter zip coming your way very very soon. Uh, ordering it from a boy, uh, Bernie Barfield, uh, with the you know the Brian. Hank. You you saw the Brandon Ingram uh, logos or. Uh, quarter zips he had at the mlk right yeah uh dude you're gonna have your very own brian hank show with you know the circle logo on it a quarter zip it's gonna you're gonna have one of those in your hands here soon dude 
Hey, I'm excited. <laughs> Dude, you, I should let people, you do this for free. You get up every Wednesday. You're part of my show, man. You're part of my rotation. It's the least I can do is, uh, you know, may, maybe play you a little hype music to bring you in. You know, give you a little bit of something, dude. Uh, I appreciate you, okay? Hey, no problem. Wait a minute, chorus. There you go. Can't stop, won't stop. King Combs and Kodak Black. Walk-up song for Junior Smith III here this Wednesday, March the 1st on the Brian Hanks Show. Let's jump in. Dude. I, I want to get into spring sports because we had a bunch, we had a flurry of games last night. Kind of want to get your thoughts on those and uh, maybe take a little quick look at some of the teams in our area in spring sports. But, dude, uh, man, last Thursday, so it's happened since we talked to you last, uh, all three of our Lenore County teams get knocked out, which, I mean, it, it is what it is. It, that happens. But, uh, but before we even talk about them, dude, is anybody even going to touch Farmville Central's boys in, uh, in the state playoffs? Because they did it again last night, a 40, a mercy rule game in the fourth round of the playoffs, dude. Look, I don't see it. Like they've been just kind of chilling over the past several months. I mean, granted, you know, they, they got goals on Saturday and that's going to be a very, very fun game, but. I just don't see it, dude. I got to tell you, man. And I, I, I said it before I brought you up. I'm busy all weekend. I'm working out at, it. Uh, I'm working at ECU all weekend with the LeClaire classic. And then they got a big softball tournament in town too. So I'm literally, this is not, a, you're going to love this dude. I'm going to be calling eight games in three days, dude. No, no more than that. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. That's right. Uh, four baseball, four softball games in three days. But I got to tell you Saturday, if I wasn't going to be at ECU, I would absolutely positively be giving our friend coach Williford a call and trying to get into, uh, that gym and seeing uh, Goldsboro Farmville. Cause I don't think they're going to 40 point them. Do you? Nah, that's not going to happen. Prediction. Let's get your official prediction. Farmville and, and hey, you, as much as we pick on the NCHSAA and and you know, I've taken my fair you know uh, share of shots at them. You have too through the years, and like I said though, it's been a fair share of shots. They got it right on the eastern side. Number one Farmville, number two Goldsboro, uh, playing for the Eastern Championship. Uh, what's the official JS three prediction for that? First off, it should be played at a college, and I don't, I'm tired <laughs> of the high school already. But that's another story for another day. But I feel like Farmville is going to win by at least 10. Okay. Can, can Goldsboro make it a game? They can make it a game. They've got, they've got quite a few pieces. You know, everybody knows about Takari Faison, but, I mean, like um, Amari Latham is going to need to have a big game. Um, Ty Joyner needs to have a big game. Uh, they, they did get a transfer. I forgot what his name is, but. They've got some great players. Well, like I said, uh, when you look and you see that Farmville beat uh, South Granville last night, 74-38, to 38, and that's a game that, I mean, it was a 40-point game. I mean, they had a running clock in the second half of that game. That just that blows my mind. But, dude, there's a part of me, I just, that should have been Kinston in that game, dude. And my, I just, I, I hate that Kinston lost to Green Central. And, hey, listen, don't get it twisted. The Rams de- deserved it. Perry Tindall would tell you, and I'm sure he told you, they are the uh, they, they are the they were the better team that night. Green Central was, I mean, d- even with uh, with a ton of injuries to Kinston. But God, wouldn't that have been awesome last night to uh, have been Kinston at Farmville Central last night, dude? It would have been. And the thing about it is, like Kinston definitely would have beat South Granville. Honestly, Green Central shouldn't have lost South Granville themselves. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, I had somebody just send me something and I can't read it here on the air, but, uh, wow. We will, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll address that a different time. Thank you to my anonymous, uh, messenger who just sent me this, but we'll talk about it later. Hey, uh, Jason Bryan asked, uh, they are playing that game at Farmville, right? Goldsboro Farmville is not going to be at a, on a college campus or, or have, have they, or have they decided yet? Actually, I don't think it's going to be a Farmville. I think the NCHSA is revealing this morning where it's going to be played, right? Right. It won't be at a campus. It'll be at a high school, like at a neutral site. I just don't know what the neutral site is. So. Kind of like how Kinston had to play Farmville in Lee County or something ridiculous like that a couple of years ago, right? Like that, that was one of the dumbest things that I've seen in a while. And look, I'm, 
I'm not going to regionals this year. Okay. Well, let me tell you, I've got, uh, and I don't know if you heard or not in my second hour, and I don't know, I may be breaking news to you. Did you know James Alverson is leaving the NCHSAA? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, I didn't either until uh, late last week. I was messaging him about something, and uh, he hit me with, uh, hey, you know, uh, March 1st is my last day. And I'm like, wait, what? So he's my he's my second hour guest today. So I don't know who's going to be handling credentialing for state championships now it may still be him and we'll find out from him about that in our second hour but uh listen this stuff is not his fault this stuff is over his head and i think you are like me you're a fan of james alverson and i have been i mean i've known him since he was a young pup working for uh wrel and for uh, he helped get high school ot off the ground and uh just one of the good guys hey hey junius that would be a pretty good position for you man I don't know if I want to do anything with that. I've talked way too much junk about him. Like, you know what? Can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, Junius Smith III, Assistant Commissioner of the NCHSAA? I will say this: If I am the Assistant Commissioner, we're gonna get the basketball um, brackets out way sooner than they are. I don't doubt that whatsoever. That's still something I've never understood. Is why, you know, you could have that stuff done when the final results come in Friday night. It's not like you're choosing everything, anything. I mean, the numbers fit where the numbers fit. There's no reason to me why that takes so long. But you know what? Conversation for another day there, too. Uh, so you don't see anybody beating Farmville, though, is what you're saying. I don't see anybody beating Farmville. Well, on the western side of the state, and I had not heard of Lincoln Charter all year. I mean, I'm not familiar with them, but they're an eight seed coming out of there. But, I mean, their first, their four games, they beat Brevard 88-58. They beat uh, Burns, and I'm very familiar with Burns uh, from uh, Cleveland County. They beat them by 35. They beat East Gaston by uh, 16. So, uh, man, uh, not, not a bad little team, it seems like, dude. They're still not seeing Farmville. I don't care. <laughs> it's a charter school. We'll see, though. But uh, I'm with you, dude. I, I 100% agree with you. I think Farmville's going to win that fourth championship in five years and play for a championship five years in a row. It's going to be uh, – it is what it is. So there you go. That uh, Anything else you want? What uh, ENC moments. Uh, have you – and I apologize. I mean, I've been – I looked at your weekly stuff, but have you decided when you're going to put out your all ENC moments teams yet? I haven't, even though I do want to go ahead and try to do it sometime this week or maybe next week or something like that. It's one of those things where, like, I really want to take the time to really cultivate this. I got to ask you, man, and I, in my opinion, now bear in mind, I'm not that uh, familiar with the, the kid over at Green Central who had a, a pretty good year from everything I heard. I mean, the, the candidates that I know of are right here in Lenore County, and uh, and there's to me, there's only three that should be considered in Lenore County. That's my opinion. That's just my opinion. And uh, it's Treshawn Lynch over at North Lenore. It's Miramir Moore at Kenston. It's Jalen Cobb at Kenston. Those would be my top three. And again, that's, you know, I only saw Green Central twice this year, so I'm not that super familiar with them. But uh, who are your finalists for player of the year in this neck of the woods? You know, all three of them are, are great. And then, like, um, the kid from Green Central is K.J. Harper. And it, it's really, really tough because I know K.J. Harper, like, he definitely plays some great defense as well. But offensively, throughout the playoffs, like, it was Amir Holmes that was really um, leading Green Central. So I got to really take that in consideration. So it is it is really going to be a last-second decision as far as what I do in terms of uh, who my player of the year is. Well, what I enjoy though is that I mean, you really do. You consider what the coaches tell you. You consider what uh, fans tell you. You consider what you've seen with your own eyes too. I love uh, how you put your team together uh, every year, and not just in basketball, but in baseball, uh, or football, everything. Uh, you you just don't immediately put it out. You really put a lot of thought into it, and I, I appreciate that, dude. Hey, no problem. There you go. Well, that uh, anything else you want to say about winter sports seasons? I guess next week, hope uh, if you have that out, we'll talk about your uh, your all uh, ENC moments teams. But uh, anything else you want to talk about uh, uh, winter sports before we jump into spring sports here? Uh, shout out to North Pitt for beating Northeastern on um, last night, and 
you know, it's going to be very, very interesting as far as like uh, what the Panthers do from this point forward. Well, dude, bringing up the point, I mean, everybody was kind of dismissing uh, Southwest Onslow and that they, and I think maybe even you, I got to pick on you a little bit here, uh, Junius. Uh, you didn't think Southwest Onslow would have anything for uh, that young lady at North Pitt, but they gave North Pitt everything they could handle in that uh, playoff game, didn't they? They really did. Uh, like, I look back, that was the greatest um, girls' basketball game I've seen in my life. Real? Tell us so, a little bit about it. Tell us a little bit about it then. All right. So, Damari Jones had 42. God. Like, that was pretty much ex- expected. But Armani, Armani Reed from South Osanzo had 33. Uh, she's um, going to Winthrop next year. And they really went at it. Like, matter of fact, um, Amari. Armani had um sixteen point straight points at one point. Uh, Zamaria had twenty two at one point. God. I mean, there were some serious clashes throughout the game. Wow! And ultimately, um, North Pitt won on a on a layup by Tenacious Jenkins with one second to go. Wow! In overtime. What a game! And what was the crowd like? Was it a packed out crowd? Oh, yeah, it was a packed-out crowd. Uh, Sato Sanzo had a great, great um, turnout and everything. You you couldn't ask for much more. That's awesome, man. But uh, and, and looking over on the girls' side of it then, I mean, is that is North Pitt still your favorite to, uh, to make it to the championship and win a state championship this year? Without question. I mean, like, they, they are going up against Tough T-14 on Saturday. Think about it like Seaforth is very young. so And, and it's, it's a relatively new school, too. I think it's only been around like three years, right? Something like that. Well, I can tell you over on the western side, talk about two traditional powerhouses and the Hornets from uh, Salisbury, who are the three seed. And then East Burke. This is what surprised me, dude. East Burke, when I was in, eastern, or in western North Carolina, bear in mind, 20 years ago, East Burke was a 4A school, dude. I don't know if they've had uh, like new schools open there in Burke County or what, but East Burke was one of the premier 4A schools in Western North Carolina, and were just always good in uh, in uh, girls basketball. They were always good in baseball, and now they're a 2A school. That kind of blew my mind. In fact, I had to do a double check when I saw that. But East Burke and Salisbury on the western side, Seaforth and uh, North Pitt on the eastern side. And uh, I think there are going to be some fun state championships next week uh, in boys and girls basketball. Okay, uh, so North Pitt, your favorite? They are. Very good. And, I mean, you got to remember, they beat, they beat South very early this year. So That's awesome, dude. Okay, well, let's uh, let's look at uh, uh, spring sports. And I'll tell you what, before we do that, let me thank uh, a couple of our sponsors here, if you don't mind, Junius. Uh, I want to thank uh, Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than 10 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Listen, the beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just a peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one in here in eastern North Carolina. If you went to the Freedom Classic this past uh, weekend, you saw that beautiful American flag uh, that Woodman Life uh, donates for use out there every year. It takes up uh, almost the entire infield. Uh, it, it is just it's awesome. Uh, but thank you to Woodman Life. Thank you to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring this show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. And that's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Automo. So thank you. Thank Thank you, thank you to Danny and Woodman Life. Thank you also to Arendelle Parrot Academy. They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region. Uh, listen, APA students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kenton. If you want to send your child to the best private school in eastern North Carolina, it's right here in Kenton at Arendelle Parrot Academy, and I tell you what, that's where we'll start. They won uh, last night at Rocky Mount Faith Christian in uh, baseball, four to three, makes them one and zero. Oh. And that's what I want to do. I want to if you if you want to, uh, Jenny, so let's just do a little quick hit on uh, all these uh, baseball programs, and we'll start right there with Parrot Academy. 
just a, a great job that they have done over there over the past few years. Obviously, the state championship four or five years ago, and they've been a championship caliber program since then too, haven't they? Without question. I mean, Parrot is going to be great season in and season out, and this is no exception right here. Well, and again, a great start to the season, beating a uh, year in year out good face Christian team out of Rocky Mount four to three. Here, at, listen, uh, <laughs> North Lenore, we know they're going to be good this year. I, I haven't seen any polls though, and I mean, I know there's usually like it's it's not Baseball America, but there's a, a statewide coaches poll that they put out uh, every year, and I maybe I've just missed it. I don't know if you've seen it, Junius, but I really expect North Lenore to be. If not the preseason favorite to win the state, the two A state championship, they've got definitely got to be in the top two or three, and no trouble last night in Bethel as they defeated North Pitt fifteen to three. I know that, uh, and Luke Cannon didn't even pitch that game last night. They're saving him for Thursday night when uh, CB Acock comes calling the Wheat Swamp. But uh, man, I got to tell you, dude, much like I've said about the LCC baseball team, uh, Junius. They're just a lot, a lot, lot of great vibes going around Wheat Swamp and those 10 seniors on that baseball team, aren't they? Without question. I, I watched some of that some of that game. Like, I saw the second inning where they put up eight runs. I mean, when they get hot, it is really, really tough to, to stop them. What's the they, they No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Now, they just batted around. It was just crazy. Well, I tell you what, you got a North North team again. If you even have five seniors or six seniors on a team, that's one thing. You've got 10 seniors, and they're talented. It's not just that these are 10 guys that have been around. I mean, and, and I'm going to mess up names. I'll let you uh, hit names, but I know, of course, like I said, Luke Cannon, uh, probably the best pitcher, or if he's not the best pitcher, he's one of the best two or three pitchers in the state of North Carolina, is already signed with Campbell. Uh, and uh, so he's got that off his shoulders. But uh, Matthew Hill, help me out with some names here, man. This is gonna be this is gonna be a a heck of a this is a heck of a team for North Lenora, isn't it? It is. Um, Hunter Cologne, Blake Crawford, uh, Braden Alfin. I mean, like they've got talent all over the place. Uh, Jackson Jenkins. Um, uh, Eli Turney was the, was the pitcher tonight, uh, last night, but. You know, of course, you got Cannon, and then you also got um, Jenkins that that can throw it. So they've got a little bit of everything. Who's going to be that number two pitcher for them? That's that's the question that I keep. I mean, listen, Luke Cannon again. I'm not saying a guaranteed dub every time he goes out there, but pretty damn close to a guaranteed uh, win every time he gets out there on the on the mound. And he's going to be, you know, like a listen. They didn't play him against North Pitt last night. They saved him for CB Acock, who's always. Uh, a premier uh, team in baseball. So they're saving him for that tomorrow night. But who is that? Do they have a number two pitcher? Who is going to be that that the number two stud for uh, North North this year, dude? It's either going to be Jackson Jenkins or Kearney. I mean, okay. Jen- Jenkins had a great year last year. I don't know his stats off the top of my head, but and Kearney is coming into his own. Well, very good. Well, that again, fifteen to three last night in Pitt County against North Pitt. They're one and zero. How about Green Central? I mean, you talk about a program uh, or just a whole athletic program that has had just crazy great season. I mean, football set all kind of records this year under Jay Wilson. Basketball this year makes it to the uh, to the third round. Uh, and now baseball, I mean, they took on uh, Eastern Wayne. I don't know how good or bad Eastern Wayne is, but traditionally Eastern Wayne is very good. And they handled them last night in snow Hill as green central won that game 14 to one And I know I'm probably putting you on the spot here, but what do you know about green central? I don't know too much about green central, but I do know that, you know, year in and year out, they are a solid program. And the thing about it is I know green central is very, very tough to beat at home. Well, I'm telling you, dude, uh, I'd love to see when I, I got to tell you, dude, when I first came to Eastern North Carolina, I know here I go again, doing the old man thing. <laughs> but, uh, when, when I first got here, uh, green central had was coming off two or three state championships in a row. Uh, they, in fact, they had taken on a team from Western North Carolina that I covered Cherryville and, uh, had beaten them for a state championship. Uh, I think they've got seven or eight state championships in baseball and traditionally, Green Central is always good. And I, I got to admit, man, I kind of wanted to get back to those days, dude. 
you know, it's going to be very, very interesting. I mean, like, Green Central is not not here for games. Of course, like, um, they'll play North and War later on this week, I believe Friday. So that's really going to be a good barometer. Absolutely. So, uh, man, I, again, I'm getting kind of fired up here for uh, spring sports. That's awesome. Well, let's talk about uh, Aiden Griffin won last night, 10 to nothing. I don't know that much about them. Uh, I know traditionally they are a very good team, too. But South Lenore, uh, you know, who year in, year out has, uh, you know, is a, a traditional basketball or basketball, baseball uh, powerhouse. They take on, I listen, I can only assume Southern Wayne's got to be really good for them uh, to beat them 10 to 5 the way they did last night. Yeah, um, Southern Wayne is a very, very good team. So it's one of those things where, yeah, South Lenore took the loss and everything, but I'm not worried about South Lenore in any capacity. There you go. I think it's going to be a good race. Who are you seeing in I mean, we know East Duplin, and I don't have their schedule here in front of me. We saw what they did last year, winning the East Central 2A. Uh, didn't matter, though, because North Lenore uh, went on to uh, the, the Eastern Finals. <laughs> but uh, how, how good is East Duplin this year, and where do you see North Lenore and South Lenore ranking up with uh, East Duplin and the other teams in the EC2A? You know, it's going to be very tough because um, East Duplin – they did lose um, Nick Kavanaugh last year. Yeah. I mean, a great, great pitcher. So it's going to be interesting to see what they have like on the pitching side. But I do have North and Oral winning the um, conference. And South and Oral probably finish like, right there out of the second or third um, as far as like, right there with these Duplin. Well, very good. Well, uh, good luck to our Lenore County teams. And that's something I want to do over the next couple of weeks is uh... – have uh, Jackson Massey on, have David Combs on here, and uh, give us a preview of their seasons. Uh, softball real quick. We'll just quick hit this. I mean, South Lenore, obviously, as good as they were last year. Uh, they lost a couple of key players. I know you did a preview, and I don't want to take away from your preview on ENC moments, but just tell us a little bit about South Lenore and add in North Lenore. Well, you know what? I can't believe it. I didn't even touch on Kinston in baseball. Uh, are, are they showing improvements? Are they going to be better than they were last year? I hope so. I mean, like, I haven't seen kids to play, but, I mean, like, I'm, I'm hoping that they're better than, than they were last year. Yeah, and, uh, again, uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. This uh, this world's a better place when can and, and people who say Kinston can't win, that's not true. I mean, I, they won the a conference championship in 03 and went to the uh, third round of the playoffs. They won a conference championship in 2010. Uh, played – they went pretty deep in 2011. It just – it can happen, dude. I mean, and I'm not telling you that. You know that for a fact. But uh, you can win at Kenson High School in baseball. you just got to have the kids buy in, and I think it can happen there. Okay, softball, uh, just real quick. Give us a quick preview. On, is South Lenore going to be as good as they were last year? They are. Like, the, the biggest thing about them, you know, they, they lost a great pitcher in Rebecca Howard, but um, they do have Cali Tindall that's stepping in. So it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be an adjustment early on, but – They've got the offense to compete with literally anybody. I love it. North Lenore starts their season tonight. They're at home against Aiden Grifton. Uh, how do you see? Uh, how do you see the Hawks this year? You know, the Hawks will be will be pretty solid. It's one of the things where you know early on is is going to be huge for them. You know, as far as like I'm um, confident and making sure that everything is is where it needs to be. Very good. Well, I tell you what, uh, any, anything else you would like to add, uh, spring sports, maybe we'll dive deeper into it next week, but we're up against the clock here. Uh, any, anything else that you would like to, uh, to talk about? I mean, is Bethel going to be pretty good this year and spring sports, uh, just, anything you would like to do here for the next minute or so about spring sports, Junius? Well, I'm still learning a lot about a lot of these teams and everything. I feel like Bethel is going to be solid. And really, it's just going to depend on, you know, how things go over the next um, week or two before I can really make an assessment because I've been so stuck on basketball that I haven't really had the opportunity to really look at um, spring sports. Absolutely. Uh, what can we see up on ENC? There's a ton of stuff. Can't believe it. I think I saw somewhere you wrote 20-some stories last week. You've written a lot this week. What can we anticipate over the next few days on uh, encmoments.com? I think right now is going to be more along the lines of, you know, just um, trying to get back into the spring sports run and everything. Um, Lucas West is signing uh, from South Lenore later on today. And it's going to be one of those things where I'm just, I'm just going to try to put 
a lot into um, spring sports. I love it, man. Well, I can't wait to see it. Like I said, I know I saw your South and North preview, and I know you're going to have other previews and game coverage and everything up there. Again, the best local sports site in North Carolina, definitely in eastern North Carolina, it's uh, encmoments.com. Support Junius and what he does. I know you would really appreciate that, right? Definitely. It would be, be a big help. There you go. Junius, thank, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, uh, let, 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 let's walk you out here uh, with uh, with your uh, walk-up song here, huh? Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. Can't stop, won't stop, uh, never stop. Uh, uh, Can't stop, won't stop, uh, never uh, uh, Okay, stop, I'm running it, aren't I? <laughs> hey, listen, Junius Smith third. you're the best, dude. We'll talk to you soon, okay? I talk to you later. There you go. That's Junius Smith the third. Can't stop, won't stop. That is absolutely the theme song for uh, Junius for sure. Uh, I tell you what, let us get uh, uh, Chris Brown up here on the line with us. Man, he is the uh, head coach of the Lenore Community College uh, basketball team. And you want to talk about a team that uh, ha- had a little bit of a rough start to the season, but you always hear it's a, it's mostly about when you get hot, and I'm telling you something. This Lenore Community College Lancers basketball team, uh, there's nobody hotter than them. They've won five of their last eight games. They, have, uh, they won last night in the uh, first round of the Region 10 tournament, and we are honored to have on the line with us right now the head basketball coach of that program, Chris Brown, joining us this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Coach, I got to tell you, when you know Christmas rolled around and you guys are struggling a little bit, and I mean, you know, I, listen, it is what it is. I mean, you were talking about Iron Man. You were playing five and six guys, and I think there were even was an even a game or two where you only had five guys available to dress. But you kept telling us, wait until the second semester. Wait until second yeah. semester. We've got some talent coming. You're going to see a different team. And by God, you were right. Good morning, coach. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's Thank my, you for having me. That is my honor. Uh, first off, before we jump into last night's game, just this this turnaround that you guys have had. We had a chance to see you at Pitt Community College, and you didn't win that game at Pitt, but you could just tell the difference even then. You were in the game. Yeah. I think it was a three-point game against a very good Pitt Community College team. I mean, uh, in the final 30 seconds of the game before they just got away from you. But, Coach, that was almost like a, a – like a preview of coming attractions yeah. or whatever. Just uh, the difference yeah. in this team in the second half, Coach. Well, um, like I mentioned to you before, when me and Q was there earlier, um, we were just, you know, you know, buying our time, waiting for all the pieces to come together. And here recently, um, this little stretch we had of, of, of wins, we actually changed our lineup. So we went from um, some guys we had brought in earlier to um, some more guys that's more of a veteran-type group, and they're just starting to jail together. You can see the results on the floor. Well, like I said, Coach, I mean, just it's been fun. We give you results every morning here on uh, on the show, and there have been a lot of happy times over the past few weeks. When did you know? I mean, like I said, you, you won that game on January 8th against Central Carolina right. Coming, coming right out of the break. Then a little bit of a losing streak, but, but the games were closer. You could tell. I mean, again – you could tell that this team was getting better yeah. just by the scores itself. When did you know, Coach, that, you know, listen, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with here in the second half? Well, I always felt, and this might be um, putting the horse before the court for the most part, but I always felt that um, the games and the results that we in, nobody really ran us for the most part in the second semester other than um, Davidson. And even the first time we played Davidson, the second half of that game was 43 to 43. So um, those are things we started building upon right then. So I think um, I changed the lineup um, against, I think it was, it might have been against Wake Tech, I think it was. Uh-huh. And I could tell at that point in time right there that the guys, those five guys, when I was supporting pieces off the bench, could change this thing around. And, and Brian, you know, I get credit to the guys, man. They, they, have been doing everything we've asked of them. And, you know, you can see the results. 
How much you got to give Quantavius some uh, some love, and I know you're going to. But here's a guy that has been with you the entire season, and even when you were going through the dark times uh, early in the season, he was still putting points up. He got his thousandth career point yeah. last night. Yeah. How amazing is yeah. that? Brag on, brag on Q a little bit, Coach. Well, I told Q, I was like, listen, man, this this is how the season's going to go. Um, when you up against the trouble, you have to meet it squarely face to face. You have to see it through. You know, you have to see it through. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. you got to give me all that you have. Do the best that you can. You may fail, but you may conquer. So we got to see it through. And that's the main, that's the attitude he's had all season. Even when we're doing our struggle, I was telling him, just keep your head up. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And, you know, last night, I think he, he had 36. He had the, <laughs> the, the game-winning shot at the with four seconds left in the game. I mean, he had, he carried us along with him and Savon George and Kayvon Brown. They carried us down the stretch the last five minutes. So it was those those three piggybacking off each other from the offensive standpoint that was able to get us over the hump. I mean, it was, I think he went like eight to 12 from the three last night. Wow. It was, it was yeah, it was nice. It was nice. He was, he is one of those special kids. I mean, he's, you, you met him, you talked to him before. He's a real nice guy, and sometimes that niceness, I have to, you know, jump into some of him sometimes to get him riled up so that, <laughs> that that beef can come out of him. You know, you know what I mean? So last oh, yeah. night he, he was locked in. He was locked in last night. He wasn't ready to go home. And the guys, just they're just doing it together and made it happen. And I want to take my hat off to um, Pat Hammer as well. Um, coach did an outstanding, outstanding, outstanding job with them getting them ready. Um, they played hard all the way through. But um, I give my guys credit for that. Well, I think the kids call it, and yes, I'm way too old to be saying this, Coach, but the kids call it dog, right? You got to have that dog come out, right? <laughs> got to have it. Got to have it. Got to have it. <laughs> that voice you're listening to is Chris Brown. He's a head basketball coach of those Lenore Community College Lancers men's basketball team that has just really – Come on here in the last little bit, five and three over your last eight games. And coach, you'd only won two games to that point. How much fun has it been? And I know, and you actually even alluded to this a little bit in a post-game interview with uh, coach Shelly Barnes uh, that we played here on the show that you got, you've got to be relishing that a little bit that people see your record when you come in and they're thinking, Oh man, this is going to be a double, maybe even a team that played you earlier this season. Like, you know what? We ran them earlier this season. Yeah, you're the one doing the running now. There's got to be a little bit of uh, – that puts a little bit of a smile on your face, doesn't it, Coach? It does. As you know, um, everything is coming to fruition for the most part. Um, I told the guys earlier on, I was like, listen, um, this is this is how I feel. I feel that with this group right here, that we're going to make some noise and, you know, discipline some people when the tournament starts. They looked at me like I was, you know, kind of out there. But I'm like, I have, I have, I have faith in you guys. I have faith in, I have faith in my nine guys right here. Now I take my nine against their nine in any given time, you know. So um, we play, they play hard for me, and um, when they listen to the instructions and go out and execute, these are the results. These are the positive things that's been happening. So, um, like I said, I'm very proud of the guys. Very proud of them. Very proud, and um, we're looking forward to. Continuing this, this streak on Friday, we play Brown Show. Well, and let's let's go ahead and uh, preview that game a little bit here, Coach. I mean, this is a team that yes, they've played you twice, but almost the same situation. Both games, a uh, not a full roster. It's going to be played at five o'clock. Where's that game going to be? Now, that's one thing I couldn't find. Where I know it's at five o'clock on Friday. Be, yeah, it's going to be at Cape Fear Community College. At where? That is Fear. Okay, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure I know where that is, Coach. Oh, yeah, it's, it's in Wilmington. It's in Wilmington. Oh, in Wilmington, Cape okay. Wilmington. Oh, Cape yeah, Fear, Cape Fear in Wilmington. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah Cape Fear. Hey, not yeah, that Cape long Fear. of a road trip for fans who might want to go down there and support the Lancers, right? Oh, for sure. Please come out and support. <laughs> we need Lancer Nation fully strong. If you're you know, able to make it down, we're definitely going to make sure that we give you something to be happy about, for sure. That is awesome. Brian Stratton, a team that, like I said, you've played them twice. What do you remember about uh, those earlier games, Coach? Well, the first game we played, we like you said, we had um, maybe like six guys and went up there, and <laughs> they they took it to the woodshed, you know. So 
I always tell the guys, look at the clock. I want you to remember this right here. Remember this score. Remember this. Right. Remember this. <clears throat> Second game, when I came to um, Coach Bobby Dawson Court, at halftime, we were actually up. I want to say about seven or eight, something along those lines. Uh-huh. But Brian Stratton is very long. They have at least five or six guys that's six six, and they all play. So the difference of that game was um, paint points. That was the difference of the game. You know, I think we might have lost by – it might have been 10 or 11 down the stretch, which actually wasn't really that that much of a difference because, you know, you got a sort of foul at the end of the game, things along those lines. But when it came down to actually the game itself, you know, it was actually like a four, six-point game when we started, you know, fouling and things along those lines. So we have to make sure that with their length that we are in a position to box out and limit them to one shot, one and done. And if we do that, plus with the offensive power that we have, this new, this new lineup, I think we'll be okay. Well, I got to ask you this. I'm actually looking at the box score here of that last game, and Q it just blew my mind. I had to double, I had to double check and triple check. <laughs> at it. He only had five points in that game, uh, that second game that was at, at yeah. here at Lenore Community College. Is that mm-hmm. I, knowing you a little bit that the way I do, Coach? That's going to be one of the things you can uh, fire him up with, right? For sure, for sure, for sure. That's going to be um, – I'm going to tell him, like, um, listen, they locked you down last time. And he's, he's going to take that challenge. He's, he's going to meet it at the door. So um, I'm looking forward to him um, just continuing what he did last night. And so I told the guys last night, nothing has been done. Right now, everybody's one and zero. doesn't matter what the regular season is held. Right now, we have a fresh start. And let's focus on Pat Henry's going. Next job is Brian Stratton. So we're focused. We're getting right back in the gym today to work on the game plan for them. And we're just all just excited about it. But that's our first, because I've been here, Brian, this is our first tournament win. That's first awesome. tournament win. That is so awesome. It couldn't happen to a better guy and a better group of guys. And, again, just the I love the whole sneaking up on people. And, you know, listen, <laughs> listen, no, no, no. I mean, the way that Brian Stratton has beat you the first two times, you know you're going to have the opportunity to sneak up on them because their coach is going to be like, oh, look. You know, listen, they have only won seven games this year, or eight games this year, or whatever. Duh, yeah, we're, you know, uh, whatever. And the, the kids are – dude, it's just going to be awesome. I sneak, on, yeah. sneak up on them, shock the world – that would be awesome, Coach. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Coach um, Coach Coleman, he does a, a great job with his guy, Brian Stratton. They do, he do a great job there. So um, I'm pretty sure that when he saw the bracket, he wasn't overly <laughs> confident with us being on his side. So I know he, he may not overlook us, but his team, you know, you know, young kids, they're like, well, we're bigger than what they are. And we already smashed them twice. We're going to have the same thing. And that's when it's going to be a problem for them. That's when it's going to be a problem, Brian. Well, I got to tell you, uh, I'm, I'm going to be at ECU, unfortunately, on uh, Friday. I wish I could be down in Wilmington to see you guys, but we will be sending you guys all kinds of good vibes. And, Coach, like I said, I know how hard you work. I know how hard you guys work. And, just what a great way to to end this season, just being on the street. The three-game winning streak, winning five out of your last eight games. Uh, just, it's amazing. And regardless of what happens this weekend, and heck, I hope you come home with a Region 10 championship and all that, but regardless of what happens, Coach, this is definitely gives you a good start in the next year, doesn't it? Oh, without question, without question. Um, we had some recruits come in um, a few weeks ago, and um, they saw us play. And the parents were impressed with, first of all, the facilities. Because we have one of the nicest facilities in the, in the conference. Yep. But they were also um, enamored in a way that the guys hustled and how we ran, you know, our um, offense and defense. And so they saw that they could benefit from being under our tutelage. So these last few wins have definitely opened up the eyes to some of the guys in the area. And we're hoping to rebuild – and restart fresh on what we're doing right now. So 
this is this is a good time to be a Lancer. It is absolutely a good time to be a Lancer. And there's some talented players right around. Listen, I, hey, I don't know if he's listening right now, but Jalen Cobb over at Kenston High School, you need to go to LCC, okay? Here's a program on the rise, and you can be a part of it. He would be a great – well, I, you can't talk about recruits, so I'm not going to try to get you in trouble here, Coach. But I'm saying <laughs> – hey, hey, Coach, I'm saying this, okay? Jalen, you would be a heck of an addition – at uh, Lenore Community College. And, Coach, you, you don't have to say anything, but I, I feel your head nodding, and we'll just leave it at that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> know me I, quite well. You know me quite well. You know me. You know me. <laughs> yes, yeah. I do. Yes, yeah. I do. You know me. But that's what I'd love to see. Uh, Trey Shod, you know, uh, the, the yeah. great players mm-hmm. here in Lenore County. Coach, no, 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 don't say anything. I'm not going to get you in trouble here, okay? But I, they, I would I just you. love to see you. these great guys stay here in the county and play for a great coach like Chris Brown. Listen, Coach, Thank you so much for joining us here. Good luck uh, Friday and this weekend down in Wilmington. Like I said, we'll be sending you all kinds of good luck down there, okay? Hey, I appreciate you as always, man. Appreciate take, you as always. Take care, my friend. All right, thank you. Go Lancers. Go Lancers. That's Chris Brown, the head basketball coach of the Lenore Community College Lancers. But we are wrapping up our first hour in, oh, I don't know, six minutes of today's show. We've got uh, James Alverson from uh, the NCHSAA. is going to be joining us here in a moment. But want to, again, uh, thank our first hour guest here, uh, Junia Smith III from encmoments.com. Uh, be sure to uh, go to encmoments.com. Get caught up on everything that's happened in uh, the world of uh, prep sports here in our area. And again, uh, man, just I think the world of Chris Brown. He's just a, such a good guy, and it's so good to see good guys have success, and they definitely have here over the last month or so of this season. So that's going to wrap up the first hour of today's show. Coming up, James Alverson from the NCSAA on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. <laughs> 